Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. You're in a cavern made of meat parts. Yep. 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 Oh, oh, Mr. Varnox. Uh, at, at ease. At ease, you're fine. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you doing coming up uh, from the sewers? Oh, annual clot hop. You know how it goes. Anyway, mm, um, mm, mm, I'm going to be taking some high-profile prisoners. Oh, of course. So I need course, you to go here for you. open the gate. I'll be taking oh, to yes, okay. Orcus's court directly. Is Flint even in there? Honestly, I'm not sure. If we survive this, I don't want to see you again. Okay. One last question for Grancis. Can you make, like, some kind of dimensional hole for me to put this thing in? And I hold up the Wand of Orcus. I can make it invisible, and then they can't find it by magic, but I don't know how Orcus finds things. Uh, well, I can do this thing where I can, like, summon an elemental and it has a box and then we can put a thing in the box and it can send it to a person or creature in another plane. I do not have Ilya's hair, but, uh, opal sheds, like, literally everywhere. Push it towards Varnox. I put the, put the wand in. And I snap it close. <sighs> Snaps. And it's gone. And it sounds like when you send an email. <laughs> Cut to a grand chamber entrance. And there's this huge goat head figure on the face of this door. And as you approach it, all of you, uh, Varnox leading, Lipsinki behind, and the rest of you in ropes loose enough for you to get out of, the doors swing open and there's this, this inhalation into the room, like air is just being let back in. There's this huge burning fire in the center of this chamber, and darkly lit on the other side is this massive shadowy figure who's inset on this huge skeletal throne, and this resonant echoing voice echoes out through the space. Voronox. (laughs) Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him, also with me today is Amy Moore. Yeah, she, her. And I'm playing Thea Amastasia, she, her, and also Gael Nighthunter Oglakanu, she, they. And Carla Maxted. She heard loving Amy's energy, oh, yeah. hating Russ's tone, <laughs> and playing Lipsinky, also she, her. Tom Laird. That's me. He, him. I am playing Flint. He, him. And uh, yeah, really digging the, the energies we got going on here early. And Kyle Classit. 
excited to be here. He, him, and I can't wait to play Varanox and take down <laughs> the vile villain that is Orcus. Wink. <laughs> if you turn coat on us, I will find you. <laughs> We're coming to Texas. You gotta throw a Look wink out. in there. Yep. <laughs> Yes, yeah, right. And Everybody also, can get I stay with you? You probably have at least seventy-two hours. After I murder you, can I stay in your house? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I think. That's how the law works. Maybe I could, I could couch surf, and maybe you could take me to see some things, and then <laughs> set an ass whooping. Then, yeah, it's proper. Uh, where you'll get the uh, recorded play-by-play of Amy maybe going to Kyle's house and couch surfing, going to some barbecue places. Uh, seeing the sights and then kicking his ass in audio form, yep. which is a lot of like, huh, huh, oh, ow, get off my face kind of thing. Uh, it, it's going to be over at patreon.com slash dumb dragon <laughs> Sure it is. <laughs> Ross, sure. Yeah. Ross, Ross is always Easily. looking for Ross. bonus content. So always. Mm-hmm. If we can make it happen, we'll try it. Uh, you also get an episode dedicated to you when you're a patron of ours. Like today's patron, Tavi Tragus. Thanks, Tavi. Oh, I love Tavi. this alliteration. I know it's so good. <laughs> I'm so sorry about what's about to happen, almost yeah. certainly, but maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. I mean, we don't really. We really know. have no idea. Maybe Tavi will be like our good luck. Guys, mm-hmm. the rest is still unwritten. Oh. <laughs> are you yep. Natasha Bedingfielding us right now? Oh, you really oh, are. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. Join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And now, fuck it, let's play. I'm like on the edge of my seat and then, I'm, oh, the okay, yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Well, with that, there's a <laughs> the, the suspense. Yep. I know. Yeah, I really wanted to bring in a bubbly energy to completely just oh, juxtapose what Russ has got going on. Yeah. I just I went, loved it. No. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. requested that. No, thank you. No. Even if we are about to die, I don't need to come into it with negativity. No, that's We're right. going to try our best. We're Heck pushing yes. that out. Saying no. That's right. No. Not today, sir. Not today, Satan. Not today. There's a cackling. Cackling? Crickling creak. Oh, God. There's a creak. <laughs> oh. There's a creakling cack. Creaking yeah. cack. You hear the sound of echoing footsteps as our heroes walk towards two massive large throne doors with the image of a skull's head carved into the bone that it is created out of. Question, is it massive or is it large? The sconces on the walls are <laughs> flickering with a like this deep dark purple that illuminate the area with this sickening glow. As you approach the door, Varnox, you do something to prepare yourself before you enter into Orcus's throne room. Yes, I uh, go ahead and begin conjuring an elemental just to make sure, show that we have a good force uh, taking care of these vile do-gooders. And I am going to summon forth an earth elemental. At the back of the group, the ground begins to heave. This elemental comes forth, following behind you. It looks to Varanox for direction. Um, I just, I tell it, stay behind us, watch these prisoners. Wink. 
There's this groaning, echoing, earthquake-like rumble that comes from its chest. And the doors, as you turn back to them, begin to swing open. The chamber before you is large. Almost, you lose the edge of it as you begin to walk in, as it begins to uh, get too dark to see. There's an almost magical darkness surrounding the edge, but on the periphery of your vision, you see glimpses and flits of what you would believe to be demonic creatures hiding in the shadows. At the center is this roiling, fire-filled pit. This purple and black flame licking up and out over the edge of this pond-like lip. On the other side, hidden in shadow, is this massive throne. And at first you don't see anybody sitting on it. But after a moment of you stepping in and around the flame, you see movement of an arm as this voice echoes out. Welcome home, Varanox. My Prince of Undeath, Lord of Spectres. It's a shame they call you the Shadow that was, considering you're still here. Rightfully so. I bring you a gift. What has taken you so long to return? There were complications with that necromancer you lent power to. And I learned of a complication that we should take care of early. You know of the Decimators of Dragons, correct? (laughs) Yes. Well, I bring you two of them. But not the two you would expect. See, the problem that they hold is not that they are heroes of this time. They're heroes of a future where your plan came to fruition. And they came back to try and stop you sooner. (laughs) (laughs) I brought them to you so that I may display my loyalty in ending their lives before you at your throne. And not only do I bring this gift, I bring a potential protege, Miss Lipsinki. I hold my hand out for Lipsinki. And I give it up. Hello? This is Lipsinki Pip Diggins. I believe the potential you are looking for in, well, you could easily replace Shamgalar with Lipsinki. Talented through and through. Seems to come to it naturally, as if she's already walked in our ways. I thought I sensed something odd in the plane. Do you have any reason to believe that we could expect more people to come from the future? Is there anything you know of that could 
keep that from happening? Any quest that I could go on to serve you and eliminate that possibility? It seems you have brought me something that I did not foresee. Your tardiness could be forgiven once these future travelers are defeated. But tell me, Decimators, is it as good as I believe it will be? Is it as good as I believe it will be? He looks square at you, Thea. Answer him. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Good. Maybe better. I would be remiss to not let your brother share in this victory that we've had, Varanox. You hear a cackling laugh from somewhere in the upper chamber. Oh, Daddy! Varnox brought you some toys, didn't he? Hi, Varnox! Shangalar floats down and in the midst of all of you. Well, I've been busy setting up. Oh, where was I busy setting up? It was uh, Grey Pond, uh, Sludge Pool. I don't, I don't know. I was, I was busy doing your job because you didn't come back and say, look, look what I did. Some of us can mm-hmm. see further down the road and understand oh. what mm-hmm. would benefit the Master of Vampires. I, uh, yes. Yes, of course. I, uh, I mean, I set up the portal. Sure, it got destroyed. Mm-hmm. But, but I set it up, uh, and, and got things moving, which sent the power rippling through. I put my pyramid in, the, in place, you know, the one that, the <sighs> one that daddy gave me. They were oddly prepared, though. That was strange. Oh, they're busy walking around inside of the... Let's take a look and see where they are. He looks into this orb in his hand. And says, ah, they took a wrong turn. It'll take them a while to dig themselves out of that. So, kill them. I do not take orders from you. He slinks and looks up at Orcus. If you're ready for it, my lord. As you look at Orcus and he leans forward and his massive head comes into view, you see his hideous, like, scarred and mottled body. These two huge leathery wings spread out. It's 20 to 30 feet in the, in the sky for you. His huge, clawed, hairy hands over the edge of the throne and this massive goat's skull over his face. You see his mouth begin to move. If that was the plan, take them over the flame and turn them into one we can use. I go over and I grab Flint by the collar and just drag, bring him, bringing them forward. And I put my blade up to his throat. And I say, this is where you draw your final breath. Throw your prayers to your God. 
how, how bound are my hands? Like, what's going on? Oh, we we tied it to where you could easily just like pop. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. And what do I want to throw it at? Orcus himself, or like a secondary target? I didn't expect old Shangy to be here. Nope, nobody expected that. I know. Fuck that guy. No. Jesus. Because yep. we're only fighting the biggest big bad, so we should probably get some Let's other little turd that throw we are some asshole uh, on the Barbie. dealt with here. Maybe if you throw your hammer at him, he will like be like, ah, and disappear. <laughs> It'd be cool if you had some spell where you were like, oh, I've already beat you? Uh, good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you travel in time and then you run into someone you've already defeated in the future, it's just like yep, you point at works. them and go pew, and then they just die. They're like, all right. <laughs> New spell. Wizards of the Coast, that's for you. Hit us up. <laughs> Positioning. So you're dragging Flint. Like he's yeah. by the fire. You're facing away uh, from Orcus? No, I imagine it more so like I've I've got him held out in front of me and my blade pulled around to his throat. Okay. Okay, so both of you are facing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As you say that throw, Orcus leans forward. Both of you see around his waist that was hidden like in the, the rolls of flesh as he stands up and leans forward. There are these glowing skulls in what look like a ornate jeweled um, belt. You can count seven of them. All very similar in structure, but different colors. Okay. I'm trying to decide if Flint knew that from Varnox, or if he, like, remembered some lore about it. To, like, maybe take a closer look with his hammer to these skulls. Um... We flash we back to the office. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, a diagram. We, yeah, we can absolutely flash back because that wouldn't have been information that I gave to Kyle, but Varanox would likely have had because he right. was part of it. We cut back to the office. So you'll see that he's got this belt with these wicked looking skulls. Uh, and what those are, are, well, it's a uh, god essence. In an Ew. in a sense. Oh, in okay. essence. No, are they like all yeah. the same size? How how do they're pretty uniform, but they're different different colors. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm not sure which color pertains to which deity. Uh, you know, but uh, if you happen to take a look and you you, you know something more about religion than I do, then uh, that could benefit us because it could potentially chip away at whatever boon may be provided by that essence could could I ask a quick question it's not really relevant but I'm just curious um so is he wearing a belt and didn't we decide like he doesn't wear pants well so it, it's just the belt maybe more like a girdle yeah I, you know it's so funny because of course I I've seen him but I just I didn't I, I really tried to keep my eyes like kind of up there gotcha yeah yeah so I'd never even really noticed that anyway I'm sorry I didn't mean to Distract from the planet, Sesh. I just no, it's 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 understandable. He really, it really has a look, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Striking. Uh, one more uh, question about these belts. If you were to destroy one of the skulls on the belts, that is, um, does that energy 
head back to the gods he took it from? What happens to that energy? That I don't know, but we can either attempt to destroy them in hopes that they return from whence they came, or we attempt to claim them for ourselves and try to harness them. Huh. Well, that seems like the evil. No, no, like for the power of, of good. For the right? power of good. Yeah, yeah. We're like we get them on our side for good so we can kill for good. Yeah. We could get all the skulls and you could give them to me. And then I will be... Uh, I will release the gods yeah. and let them we're return dr- back yeah, to- yeah, we're drifting. I think probably our best bet would be to break the skulls and hopefully the gods will regain power weakening Orcus. We cut back to the throne room where Varnox has his blade placed to Flint's neck. And Orcus is looking down and this menacing, rumbling cackle echoes out towards you. <laughs> Do it. And as I feel Varnox start to like bring the knife even closer... I let go of all my weight off my feet and just drop. And as I drop, I grab my Dwarven Thrower and throw it as best I can towards that glowing skull on that belt. All right. This will trigger initiative. Yes. Uh, Give me your attack roll, sir. You're hitting the skulls, not necessarily trying to hit Orcus or one of the skulls at least. I am going for the skulls. Colors, to say them out loud, there is a blue, a red, a green, a yellow, a brown, a pink, a black. Other than the color, uh, all of the skulls appear very similar in in construction. Um, No real... There's no name tag on them is basically what I'm saying. (laughs) All right, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to hit the pink skull. Okay. Roll to hit, please. Uh, That's a 30. Damn. Almost in an instant, Flint drops with this ranger-like dexterity. And the dwarven thrower looses from his hand, and you see it. There's a trail of light emanating from it as it strikes hard into one of these skulls. Roll damage, please. That is seven plus eight, so 15 damage. You hear this crack. And from Varnox and Flint's vantage point, you see the light. It doesn't extinguish. It doesn't leave, but it does feel like it is brighter. Like there's um, like it's emanating more clearly from it which would lead you to believe that you've at least cracked it in some way, but it doesn't seem to have released whatever energy is inside. Okay. The thrower attempts to come back to you. Uh, Would you make, I guess, a dex check for your hammer? Maybe roll a dexterity saving throw with flint stats or bort stats? Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, we're going to go with uh, flint stats because it's since it's flint body. Sure. There's a couple perks and other things that I've transferred over, but otherwise I've left it there. Uh, that is a 15. The hammer hits, and you hear like this grunt, because it does hit into his, his belly, and the hammer begins to return, but in the time that you would expect it to be in your hand, you look, and it's not there, and you look in Orcus's hand, and he has your hammer in his. 
Ah. Interesting trick, Varanox. You really thought you could fool us. Yeah, you were carrying around a microphone for like the whole time. I was hoping I could at least pull one over on someone who pulled one over on me. Oh, did he just... Looks around at everybody. He did. How did he trick did you? He How did he trick you, Shangalar? Oh, this is gonna hurt. How did you find okay. yourself into his service? Ah. I was trying to seek the most power in the world. I was up against, well, him. Him. The old man there. Grancis? Yeah. And he said I could beat him into a bloody pulp over and over and over and over again. Hmm. And so I did. He's actually down in... which is was a real mind twist until you were like time travelers from another place because he's down there. I just got back. Oh well. So be it. Even though we may fall on different sides of the aisle at this point, you are still so short-sighted. But you're very small, down by a big open pit, and Daddy's mad. Roll for initiative. Does Shangalar say God, that? Can you stop calling him daddy? <laughs> it sounded like Shangalar said it. It sounded like. Roll for initiative! Is that you? <laughs> wow. Okay. Thea got 12. Naturally. Varnox got 18. Lipsinky got nine. Right. Nine hundred twenty-one. Uh, Grancis. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, no. Uh, that's a well. One. You know, he'll just, you put, he'll just chill in the back. The Don't worry about of it. Two, so that's a three for Grancis. What, like, He's got to read his book. Okay. What's a guy who comes last during the relay? The anchor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Maybe that's like mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that's. I mean, Shangalar's just bumping up. Uh, you know, pumping his tires a little bit. Maybe he's. About how he's so powerful. And Orcus. Uh, initiative bonus mm-hmm. of 27. I'm going to get a 45 so. to initiative. And 13 actions. Don't forget my, my legendary actions and my layer actions. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I forgot about the layer. Thanks, yeah. Kyle. Orcus stands up from his throne. This stale wind thumps down towards you from his wings, beating together. He puts out his hand and then pauses a moment, looks down at Varanox. Where is it? I actually don't know. Hmm, it will be here. Nighthunter, you are up first. You have Shangalar, who's uh, Shangalar's position is he's like moving around the perimeter. Like he's he's not standing still. Um, he's trying to stay at a distance. Clearly, Orcus is front and center. I feel like you guys were led up to the throne, so he's like right in front of you. Okay. Now, question about Nighthunter's sanity. Yeah, you went really hard on that. But is she still within her right mind that she would uh, participate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah, fighting? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. good. Okay. 
I just wanted to make sure that it, it's not that no you turn on your friends kind of crazy <laughs> oh it um, better not Russ be has pulled that bullshit before <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here for it no nobody's had their mind controlled at this point at this point um okay <laughs> Carla, well, I see you there yeah. <laughs> Carla's like <laughs> night hunter at charges forward with corpse grinder because this is all she knows um what does she say she comes at what does she get up to like what his shin uh so he's probably like 20 25 feet tall you said 30 feet tall yeah but he's up on a throne okay i gotcha Uh, you have perhaps hurt my ilia and they charge forward and and just like hack into his shin i guess like i mean you could probably reach like upper thigh at that point Maybe you're yeah. Also if a I giant. jump, I'm big. <laughs> yeah, you're also. Yeah, I want to go big. for. I want to go for thigh anywhere that there's like you know major artery. Perhaps. As you get closer, you see a dangling wand between his legs because oh. he's naked. He's naked boy. <laughs> if she can reach the dick, she'll go for the D. <laughs> okay, the first one's twenty-five. That will hit. <gasps> Oh my my god, God, it's happening! I did it, guys. I did it. Okay, well, I mean, that's only 11 damage. Uh, You you don't hit his dick. But you do hit hit into his leg, and Corpse Grinder cuts in, and this black ichor is now coating the blade as you swing it through. And as you swing back for another one, you see, like, the, the skin stitching itself where it was cut. Oh, he healed. That's not okay. She wants to hack him again. She's going to do it again. Uh, this time for a 16. A 16 does not hit. But he's naked. I know. It's wild, <laughs> isn't it? It's fucking yeah. guy. This guy. This guy here. At the end of his turn, he's going to swing his tail at you. Has he been taking his turn while I've been taking my turn? A legendary action. Ugh, fine, swing that tail. I warned you off the beginning. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm, I did. mm -hmm. That's a 28 to hit you. No, it doesn't hit. Uh, That's wild. It doesn't. It's wild. It doesn't. Uh, You're going to take 21 force damage and 9 poison damage. Okay, so 30 damage. And make a strength saving throw, please. Fuck <laughs> Hold on. Do I have some? Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Nope. Okay. Um, Strength saving throw. Yeah, that's a, that's a 15. Okay. You get hit by this tail, and it connects hard with you. It echoes throughout the room. Everybody else feels it in their bones. And you are, f- you fly back. 15 feet, <coughs> almost at the feet of Varanox and Bort at this point. You're prone. <laughs> uh, it's Orcus's lair's turn. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guys, we did bad. <laughs> <laughs> so right where the rest of you are standing, so that will be Grancis and Lipsinki and Thea. Yes, that's all who would be in that group. So in a 20-foot mm-hmm. square... Oh, and some sort of elemental earth. Oh, and the uh, earth elemental. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. 
skeletal arms begin sprouting up from the ground, grabbing at you. Everybody make a strength saving throw. 13, goddammit. Uh, and Grancis, no. No. Um, oh, let me make so, one for the earth elemental real quick. Oh, yes, please. Grancis, so frail. 17. All of you are considered restrained until the arms disappear or until Orcus releases them. With a 21? Yeah. Had to beat a 23. I almost, I rolled almost the best I could, so I have no (laughs) chance. (laughs) You did very good. Oh, goodness. Uh, Vornox, it's your turn. Okay. I'm going to use my action to cast mirror image on myself. Okay. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to help um, Night Hunter not be prone. Yeah, absolutely. You can cool. You can help them up on your turn. They would be 10 feet in front of you. Sweet. And so Night Hunter's back. You'll be back up on your feet for your next turn. You won't have to use any movement in order to do so. Uh, so you've cast Mirror Image. So there are uh, 48. Four, four versions of you at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Also, I didn't roll for it earlier, but I got a 14 for the Earth Elementals uh, initiative. Uh, Oh, thank you. They will go right after Bort. Uh, Who is next? All right. Uh, Orcus still has my hammer. Uh, Yes, Orcus has your hammer in the palm of his hand. Didn't, like, set it down when he was dealing with whatever was going on there with... uh... (laughs) Nah. He's relishing in his worthiness status. Uh, Damn it. Yeah. Hate this guy, guys. I will just draw out the moist tongue longsword and uh, head over his way. (laughs) All right. Going into melee. Got it. Cool. Love it. Swing to him. First one is a crit off a 19. All right. Yeah. Uh, That's going to hit. All right, uh, second one is a 12 plus 14, so that's 26. Yes, sir. Uh, next one's a 10 plus 14, that is 24. Mm-hmm. And another crit off a of 19. Dang. Okay, two crits, two hits. Nice. Give me some damage, sir. I like that we're fighting the big bad, like, fighting. Like with... Sword. So far, yeah. Yeah. Axis. so far, it's like you know, old martial arts movie style, where only one of you goes up Love at a time. It. Yeah, and everyone <laughs> oh, yeah. just kind of waits. Yeah, that's right. Seems, yeah. Seems you have to be polite. See how this plays out. That's yeah. true. Uh, also, Russ, I'd like to like keep attacking the same area as best I can. Like if it's you know sure. a leg, kind of same zone in the leg as best I can. Okay, uh, so you've rushed up to him. That uses up your thirty feet of movement. Uh, you've taken your three swings. Anything else you can or would like to do? No, I'll hold there. It is the Elemental's turn. All right. Uh, the Elemental is going to try and break free of the restraint. Hey, strength saving throw, DC 23, please. That's a 17. Not going to be All able right. to do it. Just command it to, you know, protect the people around it. Stony Jabroni. Protect those people back there. I was drinking, Kyle. <laughs> Have you been sitting on that the whole time, Kyle? No, that is a pullover from Bombarded Fantastic. for Tony Jabroni's Coney stand. 
Thank you, Goodrich. Uh, okay. Elemental in sentry mode, basically, at this point. Yes. At the end of the Elemental's turn, Orcus casts Creeping Death mm-hmm. over... Are you sure he does? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. Uh, over Night Hunter and Varnox. Dope. A cylinder of swirling black necrotic energy 60 feet tall and a 10 foot radius rises from that point and until the end of Orcus's next turn the creatures in that area have vulnerability to necrotic damage perfect perfect that's great yeah, it's so good yeah so good neat <laughs> uh it's Orcus's turn yeah yeah it's his actual turn he is going to uh, attack you, Bort, okay. with his. I have a wand of orcs. Fuck you. Uh, with a necrotic bolt. Okay. Um, that's going to be a twenty-two to hit you. I mean, you didn't even need the other half of that word, Russ. Love it. Uh, and you're going to take twenty-nine rec- necrotic damage. You're not inside that cylinder. Okay. But he's also going to fire two, uh, one towards Varanox and one towards Night Hunter. First one towards Varanox is a 26. Okay, let's see if he hits one of my mirrors. Oh, yeah. Six or higher. 16, so one of my duplicates is gone. It takes double the necrotic damage. <laughs> Does it make a big definitely show of dying, gone. too? Yeah. Like, t- <laughs> yes. We all act out. Uh, and the one, uh, the necrotic bolt going towards Night Hunter is a 22 to hit. Shit, no! My armor class is 23, bitch! Wow. She she just middle finger. <laughs> Sit on this and rotate. She's a little crass when she's crazy. Um, he's going to uh, step towards the people who are bound by skeletons. Taking an opportunity attack, if you so desire, Bort. Yeah, let's do it. Just treating you as doesn't care. It's hurtful. Um, am I able to take another shot at that belt of his? Uh, what are you shooting like If it requires me throwing another weapon... Sure. I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, as he begins to move, you would still have a viewpoint. Okay. I am going to throw a spear at okay. him. Spear goes up, and you hear it connect, and there's a, a shattering, almost glass, almost bone sound that comes from it. Uh, you see, right as he's stepping over top of you, this it begins to swirl around the outside of this skull, like it's trying to escape. You hear the sound of your spear clatter to the ground, and you see him lift his hand and hoof your uh, dwarven thrower hard into the wall. Um, It sticks hard into it, and you hear it burying into the decayed matter that makes up the wall that begins to flake off around the edge. There's a scatter and sound of of many feet and screams as whatever creatures are outside your view are running around the top tier. As his turn finishes, the necrotic energy around Varnox and uh, Night Hunter dissipates. Thea. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm stuck, right? Yeah, you gotta make a strength 
saving throw. No, they're not hurting me. They're just holding me. They are holding you, and Orcus is coming towards you. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Nice. Okay. Cool. Oathbow. <laughs> yeah. Two actions. Do I have my hands? <laughs> Bark skin. Yeah. Okay. Um, in order to get out of this thing, I need a strength saving throw of twenty-three. <laughs> Guys, I'd have to roll a nat twenty. <laughs> okay. All right. I I literally can't do it. Can we cast concentration spells? Because we are just being, we're just laying down, being in a in a skeletony embrace. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even say you're laying down. Like, no, I say they came up from like the ground, reaching right? Up and like grabbing onto you and like, yeah. yeah. So you're you're not prone. Yeah. You just can't leave the position you are in. You might be able to teleport away. There are other options to move. There are, uh, and I think I'm going to use that one. Lip sync, I'm really sorry. I, like, I'll make it up to you, I promise. And she um, she takes out her Tome of Thunderstep. She says, Funda, Funda, Malu, Amat, Maku, Huro. And Thunder booms out. And she teleports back, backward, not towards Orcus, 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. Um, and Backpedaling, yes. if you will. And each creature within 10 feet of my space... Um, that I've left needs to make a constitution saving throw. 13. 15 for Grances. Um, okay. Eight. 18 was the save. Aw. Poor Stony. Okay, so we all take 3d10 damage. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, you know, so guys, far I you've done shitty. more damage to your friends than Orcus has. Stony is vulnerable to thunder, I just learned. Oh no! <laughs> Oh, Stony! Protect them, Stony! But what if they attack me? Okay, what about that? Still stands. Welcome to the middle! Hey! Here we are. We're doing We're in the it. middle. We just scream, and then we tell you that we have friends hanging out with us, because that's what we love to do, too, is is get make new friends and then send you over to their show, because they have great things going on. Hey, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> I brought in this plate of gin and tonics. Wait, you're recording right oh, now? Oh, hey, Tim. <laughs> oh, didn't see hey, you there. The Come party. on in. Thank you for bringing the gin and tonics. A plate of gin and tonics. Yeah, yeah here that's, it is. That's a signature dish. I'm, I'm not old enough to drink, because I'm Malcolm. In the, in the middle. Malcolm in the middle? Oh, okay. I get it. I, I'm young Frankie Muniz. Uh, well, if you like that sort of humor, and we know you freaking do. obviously do. You obviously do. Uh, uh, it's Tim, Jennifer, and Mike Bachman from uh, Greetings Adventurers, former Drunks and Dragons yeah. podcast. Wow. So good to be here. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you so much for having us. We, I mean, we've been on your show so much that we thought maybe we'd just give you a 30-second spot. So, and go. Yeah, thank you so much. It's it's a great, great... Okay, okay. Oh, God, we gotta go. So, we're, we, like, play D&D, which is, like, a system invented nope. in the 70s. We, uh, I think the most important thing is that we've recently started a new campaign that yeah, you can yeah. jump into. Yeah, starting at campaign two, as opposed to the... Inception of D&D is a better idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Dungeons and Dragons, we also have quite a large backlog. <laughs> so if that is what you're looking for, if you've gotten through the backlog, right. guess what? We got another one for you, baby. Are you flying back and forth for some sort of airline mile scam? <laughs> uh, well, then listen to all 475 episodes of our first campaign or our second campaign, which has been going for just about a year. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know anything 
uh, for the second campaign. There's a few references here and there. But. Do you need a show that feels like a slog to get through? <laughs> oh, it's our listeners. Things, yeah. Our listeners love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, this is the exact right yeah. audience. We're you want to have your work have a, cut out for you? A many, many episodes long. <laughs> Because like right. when I see a new podcast that I'm into and I'm like, oh, it's got 500 episodes go. and they're like two hours long. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm looking for. I used for. to be a salesman at Circuit City, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you always start with the negative. Always right? be closing. It's very Glenn Gary, Glenn <laughs> Ross here is what you've got. Yeah. Yes. At the Circuit City. Yeah. It's like our show. There's a lot. Let me warn you. <laughs> but yeah. If you like a group of silly Characters who make bad decisions, but sometimes you're going to feel an emotion. Greetings, adventurers. That's where you want to be. Do you like found family? Yeah. Do you like gay stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Do you like gay kissing? We got it. We got it all. I mean, if they don't like that stuff, I don't know why they're listening to our show. I don't know why they're listening to us, too. Get get (laughs) on over there. The Venn diagram of these two shows by these two descriptions is is just a circle. Just a circle. circle. Exactly. And that's why we're recording things together. 100%. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. We'll uh, let people know where they can find you and remind them of the of the name. I don't think we said it nearly enough for the proper SEO. So true. Yeah. Uh, uh, Greetings Adventurers podcast. If you Google that, it will come up uh, on Twitter. We are at D&D podcast. That's right. We're that old that we have that <laughs> we URL. We got the handle. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's probably the two best places. Mm-hmm. Instagram, we're Greetings Adventurers. You know, that's probably the best places to go, right? Yeah. Greetings Adventurers. And Greetings. in your closet. Turn around. We're there now. Uh, in full surround, uh, you can go listen to Greetings Adventures. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, we hope to have you on a guest on Dungeons very soon. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll do that. I only like the middle. <laughs> the middle's the best place to be. It, it it's is where fun. Every, yeah. it's where That's all the usually cool kids things, not this time, but often. Yeah, I just screamed at you instead. Uh, I got stage fright, <laughs> is what I did. Good. Uh, thank you everybody for listening we'll get you back to the episode uh, go listen to Greetings Adventures after this one we'll talk to you soon okay bye bye, bye. Brian Cranston says hi <laughs> <laughs> okay what about the um, skeletons are they also taking damage you're damaged that's not how that works Fuck off. Have you ever fought skeletons creeping up from the ground? Only like four other times. Kyle. Oh, well, shit. Right? I mean, <laughs> one of them was you, too. Oh, yeah. All right. Sorry, Oakland. All right. I didn't do that. This, this Varnox didn't do that to you. Not yet. Wink. Man, what if I had just slit Flint's throat? What? <laughs> Oops. 15. Uh, okay, 15 damage 15 to the damage. group. Okay. <laughs> to just about everyone. <laughs> okay. My apologies. Oh, 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 I could have teleported us all out on my turn. Could have said something, <laughs> Grancis. You didn't say what you were going to do. You just said, fuck you. Are you a ghost again? Uh, Get it together, old man. Grancis, you can you can talk and let us know what if you've got cool plans. Sorry, I was reading my book. Me too. What are you doing next? Oh, right. Thank you. Two actions. Yeah, I do. Thanks. Yeah, see, this happens. Um, I, I'm back 10 feet. I draw out my oath bow. Um, I say swift death to you who have wronged me, and I knock it with an arrow, and I shoot it at him. Is there still enough of, like, a target 
where I broke his like belt to be shooting at. Is that stuff still oh, hanging yeah. Yeah, around? Yeah. Okay, then I want to shoot at like I've been noticing Flort. Okay. Attacking this specific thing. I see there's damage. I shoot my oath bow okay. at that part of him. Uh, for a 23. Guys. Uh, 23 will hit. Are you trying to hit the same one that fl- that fl- that Flort was trying to hit? <laughs> yep, the pink one. Okay. Oh, that max, max damage. Uh, 11. Which I know isn't a, a lot. Nice. But um, <laughs> dope. Still max damage. Yay! The- the arrow flies through and strikes through the skull and the the pink aura that was floating around it bursts out of it and begins moving around the space. Bort, you see as he was walking past you where you were cutting in that the, the flesh on his leg was stitching itself back up almost as the, at the same time as you were cutting into him. That slows from your vantage point. It's still occurring, but he he doesn't like reach down or really acknowledge it, but you see the wound remaining open longer than it was previously trying to heal itself. Okay. There's this pink energy that's floating around the room. It's up probably 20, 25 feet in this echoing chamber. You still have you still have movement? Uh, oh yeah, I'm going to run back. I want to run away. You want to run away? Not ru- no, I want to I <laughs> want to Sir disengage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how far how far are you going back? You're not in you're not in melee, so you don't need to disengage. Like Okay. You are so he's not going to get an opportunity attack on me no. if I'm like. Yeah. Okay, well I wanted I want to back myself up, like a good amount. Like I want to go back like thirty feet. Okay, um, so I want to be hit by Orcus. That's that's all. Uh, okay, I'll give you twenty feet because then as you turn and look, you can see into the darkness, and inside there are these demonic creatures that are like roiling up and out of the ground, and they have like, these gnashing teeth that they are now reaching towards you, uh, reaching out of the shadows around you as you move closer to them. I would like to stay out of the shadows. Okay. Yeah, you position I yourself. go like, no, no. Oh. And I find a healthy distance between shadow monsters and Orcus's wing. Okay. Um, Orcus is going to swing his tail at the people. It's still, it's, or, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Grancis and Lipsinki, hmm? around you, the, the skeletons have shattered. They are trying to reform themselves. You are blasted to the side. You're just on the edge um, of this um, this space that Orcus has created. Uh, they're reaching for you and grabbing at you, but just missing. So you're prone, uh, the two of you, but you are outside of the the reach of this space. It's Shangalar's turn. Oh yeah, this fucking guy. Yeah. Forgot well, he was here. There's not someone yelling "Daddy" in the background. <laughs> Daddy. You're doing a great job. Watch me, Daddy. Watch me, Daddy. Watch me, Daddy. It's my turn. Are you watching? Now. Are you watching? Are you watching? Uh, Look what I can do. Um, Look what I can do. <laughs> Are you watching? <laughs> he steps out from behind the throne 
and you see him, Varnox, you, you catch him out of the corner of your eye, mm-hmm. and you uh, make an arcana check to see if you can tell what kind of spell he's casting, because you are in. You have Slightly. intimate knowledge. Yeah, that's 22. You sense that he is beginning to cast Cloud Kill on your location. Um, okay. I'll get you to make you and uh, it's Night Hunter. So a 20-foot radius sphere of poisonous yellow-green fog centered on a point you choose. You need to make a constitution saving throw beating a... Unless, unless unless I react cast uh, counterspell. You could do that. And I'm counterspelling at a fifth level. Uh, okay, good. It is at a fifth level, so you do so. Perfect. He looks like he's relishing in the moment as the, as you see this cloud and Night Hunter, you begin to like smell this noxious fume around you. That's not good. When Varnox casts Counterspell, what does that look like? Uh, I simply hold up, like I have a shield, like a, a, a magical shield, and I hold that up and it kind of charges at the start, or at the, uh, on the little pearl that's on the outside of it, and it just shoots forth like a net, wrapping around the weave of magic that uh, Shangalar has, and then just stifles it. I love this net gun. Where does he get these toys? That is cool. I hate you! You made baby brother mad. He's always mad. He disappears quickly into the shadows. It is Lipsinki's turn. You are prone currently. Orcus is but ten feet away from you. Dope. His butt is ten feet away from you. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Shangalar has just disappeared into the shadows. Uh, Thea appears to be avoiding the periphery of this chamber. Well, that 10 feet away Orcus has really kind of changed up (laughs) what I was going to do, so. I mean, that's 10 feet of freedom is what that is. I mean, but when he's so big, 10 feet is real close. (laughs) True. Is Shangalar native to this plane of existence? Yes. Yes. Native to the plane that we're on currently? I guess it depends how you define undead. Yeah. These are the philosophical questions I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he is a lich, uh, which makes him an undead, no longer a human. But when he was a human, he would be native to the material plane. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, well, in that case, uh, I'm going to do what I was going to do, which is cast Banishment on Shangalar, hoping you'll go with me that, like, I've spent a lot of time down here, so maybe I can kind of spot him, especially since he just disappeared. Okay. He was right before me. So he needs to make a Charisma saving throw. Oh, he's so fucking charismatic. Really, he does not come across that way. He doesn't come across that way, so I was hoping that his... It's all the whiny daddy. Unsettling daddy behavior would, like, (laughs) not be great. He got a 16. So since he is native to a different plane of existence, he is banished with a faint popping noise and returns to his home plane. You just hear from the shadows, They'll never find me. (laughs) 
and he's gone. Dope. That's all I can do. Fuck yeah. That's uh, so all. he's banished back to the material plane. Yeah, just banished mm-hmm. him. Don't worry about it. That's all I had, guys. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> That's it. Well, I'm also about to die because I'm right in front, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm he right up there, so too. so annoying. I just like to get rid of that guy. It doesn't say a specific location. It just says the plane of existence. It just returns to its home plane. TBD. What happens next? Let's see what happens. Uh, okay. Love it. Uh, anything else you would like to do? If you're prone, can you, like, start digging? <laughs> Bust out that shovel. I don't know if I want to. It's so gross, you guys. It's It would be so wet and gross oh, and, yeah. like, ugh. That, yeah, it's a bad tunnel to be in. Yeah, I think that's all I can do that makes sense. I don't need to extra provoke um, Orcus. Okay, Grancis' turn. Uh, poof, Shangalar. Hey, where Oh, he's gone. Okay. I guess I'll... I guess I'll use the... Should we go big? Hey, Lipsinki, should we go big? Yeah, I'd say now's the time to shine, so... Okay, 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 okay. Swear to God, if you say catnap. (laughs) Anybody feeling tired? He falls asleep. Uh, I don't think I want to cast that at ninth level. We'll save that spot for a... (laughs) Catnap at ninth level. Everybody's asleep. Uh, okay. We need to cool out. That's right. Uh, <laughs> one action. Uh, okay, he stands himself back up, taking up 15 feet of his movement. He reaches into his satchel. He's like, just a little bit of uh, bat poop. And a little bit of... Uh, yeah, that's sulfur, uh, which sounds smells very similar to the bat poop. All right. Rubs his hands together, and his eyes begin to glow. And this huge fireball begins to form in his hands that he releases towards Orcus. It is a 20-foot radius sphere. Big ball. Uh, Orcus must make a dexterity saving throw and curls a one. What? Uh, dexterity. I can see it, you guys. Yeah, it's a one. I gotta stop rolling those. Uh, at 8th level is 13d6 fire damage. Nice. Damn. Oh, there's a oh. whole lot of ones in oh, there, Oh, that's a very Grancis roll, but the Google <laughs> says. So it hits into Orcus, and you smell his flesh sizzling. The flame begins to roil around him, and you see it moving and getting sucked up into this red skull. And he, I mean, I say he laughs a lot because he does. <laughs> you foolish old man. Oh, shit. Well, I guess we got to take those out quicker, don't we? And he uh, moves further away from the skeletal arms so as they can't grab him and begins preparing something else out of his bag. Positioning himself, trying to move away from Orcus, but closer over towards Varnox. Back to the top of the round. Night Hunter. I don't think she's likely in a state that she would have really noticed the whole belt skull business. She's a hack and slash kind of person. Uh, so with Corpse Grinder, she is she's going to run up and... Um, start hacking at his leg. 
She's gonna rage first. Okay. Uh, they let out a scream uh, as the veins in her neck uh, pop blue against her her pale skin, uh, and they run wild look uh, and starts to hack at the state at at a wound. She sees a wound on mm-hmm. his leg and she hacks at it. A thirty-one. Yes. Twelve damage, and and they're gonna pull the axe out, all icker gooey, and do it again for a thirty. Yes. Damage on that one is fourteen, and then with my rage, oh, I'm sorry, and I get to add an extra eight damage because I get plus four melee damage with my strength weapons. And as they had finished slashing into his leg, uh, she runs like through his leg and so that she is now behind him. Okay. So you haven't passed outside of melee range. You've just positioned yourself behind. Okay. Yeah. Love not it. not like under his tail or like yeah. right by his anus or anything, but sure. just like, I'd say probably like ran through the legs about like maybe tw- 20 feet. Okay. As you run behind him, um, a, like this groaning um, echo comes out, and uh, from under from the ground, you feel it rumble, and two skeletons pop up where Night Hunter's standing. Two zombies pop up where Lipsinki's standing, and two ghouls shoot up into the air. One moving towards Fort, one moving towards Grancis. The skeletons. Skeletons are going to try to attack you with their arms. That's what I imagine. Uh, They come up and they're reaching for you. That's going to be a 14 and a 23 to hit you. Um, I've got a 23, so yours wins. Yeah. Uh, So you're going to take five bludgeoning damage as one of these begins hitting into you. Mm, I've got resistance to bludgeoning. Two zombies by Varnox. You are going to take two slam attacks from them. That's a natural 20 from one of them. Shit. And only a 10 from the other. 10 will definitely miss. I don't know how they handle natural 20s with mirror image. Well, it definitely definitely hits one of your mirror image. Yeah, for sure. That's true. So now I need to get an 8 or higher. I got a 9. Okay, so it barrels into one of them. The other one is just kind of slamming around. Um, and the ghoul on board. It is going to uh, claw at you. Uh, that's another natural 20. Uh, you got to succeed on a DC 10 constitution saving throw. All right, well, con's one of my good ones. So here we go. He's like, already got a plus 14. I think I'm going to nail this. Uh, that's a 17. Uh, okay, so you are not paralyzed for one minute, but you are going to take 14 slashing damage. Okay. And Grancis, the one that tries to hit him, only rolls a 7, which still misses Grancis. But just barely. Just barely. <laughs> um, Right before Varnox's turn... Uh, Night Hunter and Bort. So he casts another one of those creeping death, and necrotic energy catches the both of you in it. 
Okay, vulnerability to necrotic damage until the end of his next turn. Uh, Varnox. I'm going to start off by casting Eldritch Blast, and I am going to target... Oh, let's go with the green... Uh, the green skull. You hear the crack. Cross between bone and glass crack, and the aura begins to leak out, even just the slightest. Which, at that one... Orcus lets out this this cry of frustration. And he turns his body and looks towards you. This is perfect. That's uh, going to be a 25 to hit. And he hits my, my last mirror image. Mm-hmm. With my bonus action, I'm going to cast Compelled Duel. So I need a wisdom saving throw, DC 18. 24. Okay. Not compelled at all to duel me. That's good, I guess. It's <laughs> actually good. I made a terrible choice. I didn't want to duel you at all. <laughs> See, and I heard ghoul. I thought you were trying to, like, take ghoul. control of one of the ghouls that was there. I got confused. If I had that wand of Orcus, I could summon some, but I don't. I don't think it'd work the way you'd want it to work. I don't think so either. All right. Uh, anything else on your turn? I'll move to where I'm in melee range and also... In a position where I'm not close to either uh, either Night Hunter or what do we say, Flort? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So spacing it out, just proper, you know. Sure. Uh, okay. So we've got like Night Hunter's closest. Uh, Flort is kind of near the throne, and you are positioning yourself. I guess you're moving. If that's the case, you're kind of moving towards Lipsinki. That actually makes a lot of sense. I'd move towards Lipsinki and like. Get get defensive in a way. Sure. Love it. Uh, okay. Uh, Bort. I look over at Night Hunter and I say, uh, you got to go for his belt. You can reach it. You got to go for it. I'll keep these guys busy. Like I should take it off, wear it? I think it's just too big. Break it. Just break the belt. I do like break. And I go for like whatever is closest to Night Hunter to free her up. Uh, Night Hunter has two skeletons on them. Well, I'm on them now. All right. Uh, first <laughs> one is a 20, but dirty. Yeah. Uh, second one is a 19. That'll hit it. Okay. Uh, that is 17 damage on the first guy. Skeleton explodes. And I'll throw my third attack on the other skeleton. Uh, and that's another 19. Uh, that will hit. Uh, and that's 16 slicing damage. And that is, both skeletons <laughs> disperse into the air. They are taken care of. Elemental. Is the elemental still around? Oh, yeah, definitely. Stony, move forward, attack. So Stony Jabroni is going to move forward and do two slam attacks against old Orcus. A 13 and an 18. Uh, the 18 will hit. And that is 13 bludgeoning damage. Uh, so Elemental is up close and personal with Orcus presently, as it is Orcus's turn. There, Orcus is going to shoot. Uh, no, he's going to swing his tail towards Varnox, who's now in range. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a 34 to hit you. Oof. 
So you are going to take 21 force damage, 9 poison damage, and make a strength saving throw. Okay. That's a 17. You get hit by this tail, and you slide back closer towards the flame behind you, but uh, I mean, you move forward, so it's not, not really that bad. Uh, and then two necrotic bolts go out, one towards Bort, one towards Night Hunter. First one towards Bort. Uh, it's going to be a, a 33. Just a, just a smidge got me by just a smidge. Uh, so 29 necrotic damage flies out at you, but that's doubled because you're vulnerable at present time. Uh, so that's going to be 58 necrotic damage. Shit. Yeesh. Night Hunter. No. <laughs> uh, that is a, only an 18 to hit you. Oh, it does hit me. All right. You do not take 58 necrotic damage. I didn't want to. Wow. Yeesh. I didn't yeah. want to. Yeah, I get it. He is going to... Helicopter. Helicopter. Ah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Terrifying. And inappropriate in the middle of a battle. Very uh, much so. He kind of... What a display of dominance. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's going to... Um, you see him take one of these... Uh, take one of these skulls off. It's going to be the... He's going to take the one that is leaking currently. The green one. Um, and he pops it in his mouth. And bites down on it. And you see his eyes light up and this aura wash over him. Thanos like energy pulls, like just screams up, which raises the volume in this room to immense proportions. Everybody make a constitution saving throw as every creature that you can't see but now know is there screams from what you you can only describe as the stadium around you. 25. 26. 21. 18. Oh shit, fucking Jesus. Um, Six for Arthia. If you rolled lower than a 22, Mm -hmm. you are now deafened. Shit! Huh? (laughs) Now no one can hear Night Hunters babbling. Anybody close enough to him, which would be those uh, in in melee range, so the, the four of you, um, you see as this energy washes through and over him, um, the wounds on his legs stitch themselves completely back up, like in the instant that he bit into this thing. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do, Russ. Yeah. Thea, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. First, she's going to take out her serpentine jade owl. Say, guacamole, I need you! And her giant owl appears to come join the fight. So as I let loose guacamole and she appears, um... I'm running at the same time and I jump onto her back and she swoops by Orcus and she has flyby, which means she does not provoke an opportunity attack when it flies by within an enemy's reach. Fuck you, Russ. It was coming. I know it was. I saw you with your dice. I got this. And as, as 
guacamole swoops close, like, like she's doing like snowbird type things, right? Um, Thea drags her hand across Orcus's yuck body. And I'm not trying to body shame Orcus. You do you, but like all sorts of you. Um, and casts Contagion. Okay, what does Contagion do? Uh, it says, my touch inflicts disease. Uh, I'm going to make a melee spell attack against my creature. And on a hit, the target is poisoned. I'm going to take a lucky point, a luck point, and I'm going to try that again. So it's two. Okay, 25. 25 hit. Okay. So at the end of each of the poison target's turn, they must make a constitution saving throw. If you succeed on- What if he's not poisoned? So he is just succeeds and he's no longer poisoned? Well, he gives a, a condition immunity where he cannot be poisoned. Well, now I know that then. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, yeah. guys. I was trying to blind him. No, I loved it. Yeah, we were, yeah. we were... Okay, fine. Um, he is unhappy. Uh, okay, she... <laughs> Looked super cool though. For sure. So sick. The owl and yeah. the running and the my stuff. Incredible. Okay, so uh, Thea's still on Guacamole's back, and she is going to uh, do a, another flyby and try to smash with her scimitar one of the skulls. And now there's not a damaged one, right? Pink one is gone, green one is gone. Here, green was eaten, pink aura is in the air. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Go get it. Give me 12 hours in a journal. Hey, you well, guys. <laughs> you come read my book with me. We'll figure it out. We're going to figure this thing out together, Grances. Uh, okay, so I'm going to try to smash it with my scimitar uh, for a 27. Okay. Hits. Cool. Oh, fuck off. Four damage. And sorry, which color did you say? Uh, blue, red, yellow, brown, black. Uh, blue. Okay. okay, that's the end of Thea's turn. Okay. Uh, but Guacamole has a turn, and instead of um, attacking, uh, Guacamole flies with the encouragement of Thea to the pink mist. We'll fly into the pink misty stuff and just be like, what's this? And also well out of the reach of Orcus. Okay, you fly up into it. Yeah. Um, And that's where your turn is going to end. Cool. We will find out what happens to you on your next turn. It's going to be great, you guys. Mm -hmm. Probably not going to die. I believe. I think you're going to get super healthy. I think it's going to be great. Hope we get some sort of magic power. It's Shangalar's turn. Above. What? We cut away. (laughs) (laughs) To a small village. And he uh, previously stated was tiptoeing through the shadows. Uh, We cut to the middle of a town square where he is now standing in like a frozen position being like, son of a bitch. And he casts. Take backsies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there was no take backsies. 
<laughs> uh, he is going to cast a plane shift. Yeah. And like in this, because he's not going to do it in a nice way, he's going to, uh, in like this fiery eruption of energy from the center of this town square, he vanishes and there's this huge explosion. We cut back to the abyss and immediately looks at you, Lipsinki. That was not nice! I was busy hiding. Nobody could see me except you. I'm coming for you. And I missed the helicopter. And I missed <laughs> Daddy's helicopter. <laughs> it's gross. It's I bet weird. You did. Carla's gross. face. Ugh. Coming for you. Uh, Lipsinki, it's your turn. Changalar. Staring you down. Like, he's fifth. I guess he might not have... Yeah, he's probably got control over where he is inside of the abyss. He goes back to the throne. He's, like, standing right up beside the throne, pointing down at you. Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna deal with you again in just a minute. Yeah, one... Fool me once. Shame on me twice. Not gonna happen, bitch. <laughs> Is he Freddy Krueger? <laughs> no, that'd be more like, bitch. not gonna happen, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess what I'll do is boring, but it needs to be done. I'm just going to Eldritch Blast um, at the skulls. I guess I'll just pick one for all four, and it's going to be blue. Okay. Hey, that's what I hit. Yeah. Do it. Yes. <laughs> Into the blue, and it, it it shatters, but not enough to break it. Um, and the aura is swirling around it. Um, where am I physically? I feel like last time I did not move away from Orcus. I was just you chilling there by the bones. You did. Yeah, pretty sure you're still by Orcus. Varanox is standing in front of you. Yeah, I don't know. Where am I going to go? We're surrounded by a stadium full of shrieking demons, and it's fine. Here I am. We can't even yell things at each other anymore because I'm deaf. I can't even. Yeah. Night Hunter's the oh, only yeah. one hear who anything. can hear stuff. <laughs> and she's fucking crazy. So, I mean, nobody. Yep, that's fair. Uh, okay, Grancis, baby. There's there's several people around Orcus right now. He's going to try and hit Lipsinki with his with his tail attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a 26 to Love hit. certainly do it. Okay. Uh, 21 force damage, 9 poison, and a strength saving throw, please. Yikes. Oh my god. How many is that? 21 plus 9, 30. And a strength saving throw. 20. Dirty. Uh, okay, you're knocked back 5 feet, mm -hmm. uh, but not prone. Wait, you got a 24 because you're within 10 feet of me. Oh yeah, I got a 24 because my best bud Varnox is there. Yeah. You take that tail hit and don't move a muscle. <laughs> um, from his bag, uh, Grancis again looks like he's now trying to read from the book and is like uh, holding this diamond in his hand. And Shangalar kind of catches it out of his eye. He's like, he can't even remember his spells. And he hurls this chromatic orb towards Orcus, who is going to make ranged spell attack. That's a 29 to hit. And it's going to be 
10d8 uh, thunder damage. Yikes! This chromatic orb flies up and strikes into Orcus's chest, and there's this rumbling thunder that echoes out, and you you hear and feel the footsteps from beyond the shadows, almost like they're churning around you now. Uh, Orcus is going to take 42 thunder damage. No, oh, not immune to thunder, I see. The shadows around you... You see Shangalar up by the throne and he kind of waves his hand and the shadows around you go away. And it lets loose the whole cathedral around you. And there are these winged creatures high up in the rafters and these demonic monsters, like ogre-sized down to humanoid or skeletal figures and they all begin rushing down towards Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 147, starring Amy Moore as Thea and Nighthunter, Carla Maxted as Lipsinki, Tom Laird as Flint, with Kyle Classett as Varanox, Peter Joseph Lewis as Orcus, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Dialogue editing by Carla Maxted, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and Artlist, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. And a huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Craig Zeiss, Perry Mady, Cosmic Octopus, Kayla Littlejohn, Ongeron Kiersen, L.A. Branton, Nathaniel Teeter, Old School Gamer D, Destiny Garcia, and Louis Hayes. Join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Now's as good a time to join as any because we have hundreds of hours of bonus content and we do live shows every quarter. The next one coming up this June. Be there, or as Amy says, be square. That's it for now. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Out of her bag, she pulls out her Tome of Thunderstep. Uh, and she opens it up and she says, sorry, you guys. Oh, no, wait. No, she doesn't. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Hold the fuck on, <laughs> Hold everybody. On. I don't give up yet. <laughs> everybody, everybody crack the Bye. cyanide tooth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't want my... We flash back my... to the office. So if you put this in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> bite down hard. I don't want my buddies to take... Like three D ten thunder damage who are around me. Just just because they're sitting there. I might kill Lipsinky. Thunder. (laughs) Any quest that I could go on to serve you and eliminate that possibility? I figure if we find out if there's an answer if there's an answer to that, then we can go. Destroy that yeah, item like so that. it doesn't like wind that. up erasing shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, it was just great, great thinking. Would you be like, BRB, and then like teleport us all? <laughs> <laughs> I got it.
Yeah, can we just send ourselves on a side quest and like totally kind of bypass this whole encounter today? I could make them work for us, work with us. They seemed like they wanted to at one point. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Graham Shapiro is a decent man. Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller, Give Me Away, returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now. So screen me. Just know up front, I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you all right? Dad. Tell us everything. It seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again, anything is possible. Give Me Away Season 2, starting April 11th.